And welcome back to Podcorn in a Movie. I'm your host, David Guillo, with my co-host. I'm Chase Leno. And this is a podcast where every month we do a new mini-series on a different genre or subgenre or whatever we think fits neatly into a box. And this month we are doing Christmas movies. And for today's episode, we're talking about the 1988 comedy Scrooged with special guest Matthew Leno. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good, Matthew. I, I good. saw you not even 20 minutes ago. Yep, this is Chase's brother, and we're completing the set of twins for our podcast. Yes, now we now now technically, Dave, you have now met my entire, you know, siblings, and not my family. Yeah, but oh, that's right, you on the show. Yeah, yep. he had Megan on the show, or we had Megan on the show, as well as. Well, I met Josh in person. Yeah. So. Um, and there's nothing special yeah. with that, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still getting used to this having zoom and my notes somehow. Yeah. It's, it, do you see tricky. how, how tricky it is when, especially when we have zoom notes and having the audio levels, it's really difficult. Oh man, you guys, we got to up our game with two screens or something. I know. That's why, that's why I have my, my new, uh, my new setup. How do you like my new setup? Oh yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, it's uh, uh-huh. yeah, this uh, this camera setup is gonna change for audio listeners. I have a cam. My webcam is taped to the other wall across the room, so we can see my whole desk. But uh, I didn't even think about that. That the camera must be far it's just away from you. Taped to the other wall. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So let's go into the history of this movie. Uh, Dave? Yeah, yeah, so you you guys just watched it for the first time tonight, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, what did you think, Matthew? Um, that seemed too high on it. That face. I liked it. It was cute. Wow. <laughs> just um, just cute. It was cute, but for like, it wasn't to me for a comedy. It wasn't like making me die laughing but i laughed at a couple things yeah it was Not definitely a belly laugher it, it's definitely bill murray comedy yeah, yeah absolutely and if you don't like Chase. bill murray i will tell you right now dave you and steven were right i loved this movie yeah i, I thought it, this would be right up your alley it, it's exactly reason. right up my alley i don't know what it was but like the whole you know the ghosts in it. I was like, "Yes, I want more of this." Why, why, why have we not made? You know, if we were ever to make a new remake or reboot of a Christmas Carol, we need to do a 2020 yeah. version like that. Because I love yeah. the pain and it. uh, it's great. Yeah, I think the best yeah movie was. Uh, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, go on. I mean, I think the best part of that movie was the ghosts, like all four of them. And my favorite was the first one, the like his boss, and then the second one, no, the third one, the um, Christmas present. Yeah, <laughs> you love Carol yeah. Kane. Yeah, she was amazing. She was she's, great. I, I think she's my favorite ghost out of all of them for sure. I think at when I forgot the guy who acts it, the the Christmas past, I just yeah, couldn't keep driver. enough of him. I was like, yes, more more and then when he left i was like damn it and then she came in i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna like her and then just right off the bat i'm like nope nope 
yep, I like her. I like her a lot now. Yeah. She's just sold on the, what was the sign she was sitting, standing next to? Oh, it's, it's, it said uh, the Christmas ball buster suite or something like that. Oh, I, I didn't even notice it. Yeah. She, she was pointing at the sign that said like the ball buster suite. And she's like, ooh. And that's when she started flying around and then kicks him in the nuts. And I was like, yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, I like this movie a lot. I, I'm shocked I've never seen it. Yeah, so the cab driver is David Johansson. So I feel like I, I don't know, he's in so much soundtrack stuff that I'm trying to find, like, if it's a band name. It might be the New York Dolls. I don't know. Um, but I was, I was like, do I know this guy from anything? But it doesn't look like it. But he's saying, like, I don't know, it looks like he's saying some, some bangers. Some bangers? Like the Road Jack was one of, I don't know if he said that or if he just performed it, but... uh. But um, yeah, I didn't mean to skip into actor background because I wasn't even planning on doing him. Hey, is your is your um headset plugged in all the way? Yeah. Okay. Um, but the yeah, why does it sound like shit? No, it doesn't sound like shit. It's just there's it's like you're talking, but like kind of small little like that's it. I'm getting that from you as well. How badly? Like it just happened at the end of how bad. Like, hmm. we should be fine. We should be fine. <laughs> All right, we can re-listen to it after the break, I guess, to make sure. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna do the same thing as last week with the actor background. I don't want to go too in depth into anyone. Um, I I would like to talk about Bill Murray, whoa, like our favorite. Whoa, Bill whoa, Murray. whoa, 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 whoa! Stop right there, Dave. You didn't talk about your your history of this movie. Oh, yeah. Good point, Chase. Um, So my history, I saw this probably when I was like seven or eight years old, which like, I don't know, upon viewing it again, I'm like, that was pretty young to be showed this movie. It's like, it's a PG-13, but it's kind of a hard PG-13, like, absolutely, which is weird to say about a movie from, you know, the 80s. Like, usually PG-13 is like not as bad as you think. Um, but maybe not now that I think about it, because that was like still the wild west where they were deciding what's going to be R and, and what's going to be this stuff. new thing called PG 13, like, which wasn't, but you can you know, definitely that, tell that it's like, it's crossing those areas of like, well, this is not R, but it's not PG. So let's just put it in PG 13. And it was before they really started getting strict on the rules. Yeah, and um, this was a favorite in my family. My dad showed it to us, obviously, and uh, I, I was telling my dad, my dad and I watched it today. We actually, um, I like, I was for for whatever reason, I'm back home in my uh, childhood house, and um, for whatever reason, uh, we still have a VHS player plugged into. Oh, like you watched the, it VHS? Oh, yeah. It was like a uh, we have like a seventy-two inch or something like nice TV downstairs, and um, there's still a VHS player plugged into it. And so we plugged, we put it in, and uh, I was like, "This might be a little rough, but for nostalgia's sake, I want to watch it like this." And it was probably like eight minutes in, and I was like, "All right, let's find this somewhere and buy it," because <laughs> it was like. I don't know. My dad was like, I think the tape is probably dirty or the sensor's dirty because it was just like 
like rocking, really like rocking moving back all and the forth. way around the screen, uh, and it was just like it was hard to watch. The quality was rough, but um, you should have just so I did. You should have just done what you did last week and just signed into my YouTube and. Oh, and I forgot. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So I I've always loved this movie, but I was saying to my dad that it's weird because as a kid, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe he did show it to us around Christmas, but I didn't necessarily associate this movie with, with like a movie I'd watch around Christmas yeah. time. Like I loved it so much. I watched it whenever, like, and my brother and I showed it to like all the kids in our neighborhood. I think some of the parents were even like mad about that, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I've always liked this movie and I hadn't revisited it until like, I want to say like two years ago, two Christmases ago, I watched it and still loved it, and uh, and this time I loved it even more. If I'm not mistaken, do people consider this like a hit or a miss? Like it's a 50-50, you either like it or hate it? I don't know. Because um, I feel I mean, like I've had conversations with people who are like, yeah, it's just a typical, you know, Christmas carol. But it like, honestly, it feels a lot different when you're watching it. Yeah. Um, certainly at the time it was a hit or miss. Uh, uh I don't know if you looked at any of the critical responses. I, I haven't didn't. looked at like uh, Rotten Tomatoes as of late because sometimes it's like you hear a movie was like critically terrible and then you look on Rotten Tomatoes and it's like over the years. It's, it's like up or uh, down, up or down. Yeah, people are all of a sudden like, oh, no, we always like that. But um, yes, yeah, so it has a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. But if you look on IMDb, which takes like the pretty sure the original critic you know, consensus from the time it has a 38 Metascore. Jeez. Yeah. So, um, and then it was like, you know, um, it was very, I was reading all of the, um, the critical reception of it and, uh, Roger Ebert hated it. Like, um, but then some people loved it and some people claimed it was ahead of its time, which I, I can kind of see. I can see a little bit. I think honestly, it still holds up today for enough of it. Yeah, it's kind of dark, too, which yeah. I didn't really... Re- I mean, I kind of remember being scared by it as a kid, but it's just dark in, like, I don't know. I think it's the darkest Christmas carol to exist. No? Maybe? Uh, I think there's more scary aspects. Like, just... I don't know the guy's name, but the guy who comes in tries to kill him. Like, that's pretty dark. Out of nowhere, that's pretty dark. Yeah, so that's the guy. His name isn't Marley, but he's you know everyone he's has supposed a, to be uh, yeah a, yeah a Christmas Carol equivalent in this movie. Um, what was his name? Lewis or something? I I know the actor's it was, name. It, it was Lou Hayward. Lou uh, Hayward. Yeah. I mean, not who plays him. That's it's it's Bobcat. It's it, Bobcat no. Gold Wait. Oh, the, the guy that tries. I thought you were talking about the ghost at the beginning. No, that, no, like, no, no. Him out the window. No, I'm talking oh. about. I'm talking about the guy. Yeah, who Bobcat to... Goldwaite. Yeah. Uh, he's incredible. I love him. Um, I don't know him from too too much. I mean, we all know him probably as one of the voices in Hercules. I I was it was driving me Matthew and I. I was like, I've heard this voice before. Yeah. And it took me until the end of the movie. I'm like, Hercules, Hercules. Yeah. Well. <laughs> said rick moranis wannabe yeah he is definitely a rick moranis wannabe i, I just felt like that i'm wondering if that's it but i as soon as i saw him i was like i he's just really giving me some like vibes of someone 
But I, I don't feel like it was Rick Moranis because I kept thinking like this is someone like modern that I'm thinking of. But mm. maybe it was. That's not a bad connection or uh, comparison. I mean, I, I don't know. I just just the first shot of him and being awkward and uncomfortable when he's telling yeah. him, like, I don't think this is the right way. I'm like, that feels like a Rick Moranis. Yeah. I wanted to try a Bobcat, but I didn't try it before we recorded, so I don't want to blindly try it now. I, I, I will say. <laughs> one of the greatest voices of all times, I feel like. So I want, I want to, I, I was going through his filmography and I saw uh-huh. something and I honestly, I, I was just like, I don't know how this keeps happening to us. He directed an episode of Community. No way. Yes. Yes. Is he in community at all? I uh, no, he just directed. He directed Basic wow. Crisis Room Decorum. And that's the one where they're uh going through and uh, Annie's moving in with them. Yeah. He directed that episode. Okay, I like that episode. I do too. Which I thought I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy." Yeah. And he yeah. also played voices. This is uh, this is another thing that's going to blow your mind because we talked about this when the news came out. He also played a voice in Buzz Lightyear, Star Command TV show and the video game. Okay. I probably would remember that uh, from like, it, you know, like when I was a kid, I was probably like, oh, this is the Hercules guy, you know? Like, yeah. I didn't know his name as a kid, but he's uh, also he cameos as himself in one of my favorite shows ever. Uh but I highly suggest it's if you if anyone wants to go back and watch like an old classic show, um, it's called the um, Larry Sanders Show, and uh, he I don't know they go into um, he does things on that show that are relevant to what he actually was doing in real life. On uh, trying to think of the talk show he was on, I think it was maybe Letterman, where he just was crazy and people were like, not sure if it was a bit or not. Uh, but he like lit the couch on fire. What? Yeah. He's just like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Like, it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. Sorry. I can't do as well. I did it earlier. Yeah. You have to I feel like if to I tried it. a while, yeah. I could do it, but that's, that's hard one. I don't know, man. Yeah. No, I, yeah, that's the closest I'm going to get. Um, but yeah, he's great in this movie. Um, I I mean, I don't even really feel like going down the whole the whole cast. There's there's some like really famous like Robert Mitchum, who's his boss, yep. like the the head of the network. He's he's like a massively famous like older actor. Um, he was in like the original Cape Fear, and he makes a cameo in the newer Cape Fear. Uh, he's in Night of the Hunter, which is a classic. Um, he's in The Longest Day, which is a classic World War II movie. But uh, I don't know. He's someone that I like only recognize kind of as an like a younger actor. And then I was like, huh, I know this guy. Uh, it was weird watching this movie with my dad. I was like, this is this is where I get it from. Like, this is where it started for me. But he was just like, that's that guy. That's that guy. That's that guy. Uh, oh. That's that girl. Like he knew everyone's names. And I'm like, wow. Like, you know, like it's fucking, now, you know I how I far. feel half the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was weird for me. Especially because, you know, he, like, views me, like, as you know everything yeah. about movies. But then sometimes he's like, you got to educate yourself more on, like, the older ones. Which I, I think I I do have a pretty good knowledge of. But, like, I don't know. Tonight I was, like, I was, like, embarrassed that I didn't know certain people. Um, like, one of the big jokes in this um, 
is when he goes to the homeless shelter uh, and they keep calling him Dick. Dick, yes. Uh, which is like a Richard Burton reference. And he was like an old famous actor. And I had no, I was like, who's Richard Burton? And he's like, you don't know who Richard Burton is? He's married to Elizabeth Taylor like a thousand times. And that's why the guys kept saying like, or he kept saying something about Liz. Like, you know, like. Wait, Matthew, you know who that is? Yeah, I know who Richard Burton is. Yeah. Uh, Taylor's six and <laughs> husband. Sixth and 11th? Oh my yeah. God. That's what my dad said. He was like, Elizabeth Taylor is married. It was like married like a thousand times. Um, but um, but I just, that was a joke as a kid I never got. Like, I was like, why are they calling him Dick? Like, I really didn't understand that well, scene. Well, for a second, I thought I was going crazy because I was like, I don't, did I miss something? Yeah, like, his name's Frank, right? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's definitely Frank. I'm like, wait, is it, maybe it's Richard? And I was like, no, no. Yeah, um, but it was just one of those weird things that I've seen this movie so many times and somehow never bothered to understand that joke. And I was happy that like sitting next to my dad, he explained it to me. Um, but then, uh, uh, I don't know what I was even saying. Oh, I'm doing the actors. <laughs> the actors. <laughs> okay. Th- then we have Karen Allen, which um, I know who, from like Raiders of the Lost Ark and yeah, I think like some of those. Maybe Animal House, which I've like barely yeah. seen. Really. I've seen like I've seen of it, tons but... of clips. That's it. I do think that the Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and uh, um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull are like some of the only movies that I've like definitely seen her in. I think she's in a really famous Woody Allen movie, Hannah and Her Sisters, but I'm not sure. Her top four are Raiders of the Lost Ark. King, uh, Crystal Skull, Starman, and Animal House on IMDb. Um, oh, she was also in. Oh, never mind. You already just said that. I'm dumb. Uh, then we have Alfrey Woodard, who is um his assistant. Mm-hmm. Her top four is uh Star Trek: First Contact, Twelve Years a Slave, uh Captain America: Civil War, and K Pax. She was also in Luke Cage, which she's one of those interesting yeah. Marvel characters that is in the, I mean, technically Luke Cage is part of the MCU, but she's in the MCU twice as different characters. She's a girl in Civil War that basically causes the Civil War. She goes up to Tony Stark and is like, my son died because of your bullshit. And then he's like, oh, well, I'm going to have to fight Captain America now because of this. And um, hmm. what else is big in this movie? I'm trying to think of anyone that's like really prominent. I mean, we kind of th- talked about Carol Kane. Yeah, I only I only know her from. I guess she's in the Adams Family Values. I haven't seen any of those movies in a really long time. I know her from the Pacifier. Is yeah, in- that's in her top four. Say that again, Matthew. Is she in like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Uh, uh, I think you're- Oh. Yes, yes, she is, Matthew. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. the neighbor. Yes, okay, that's what I. I haven't seen that show in a while. I watched the first and second season. I want to say, um, and then the Princess Bride is really the main thing I recognize her from. She's a uh, Billy Crystal's. Oh wife my god, she's in. She's in Big Mouth. Who's her? What's a? What's a? She plays old woman, and then it just says something Florida. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so she's definitely been around forever. I think I asked my dad like if she was like a big SNL person. Oh, he said she was in Taxi. Um, so that was like her, her rise her, to fame. Yeah, and then we got Bill then, Murray. Yeah, the the man himself, Bill Murray, who I I, I love. I love me some Bill Murray. It, it's um, weird because I I hear that he's an asshole, but I also think that a lot of his movies are just fantastic. Yeah. I've never heard that about him, to be honest. I hear he's, like, crazy, but... Like, I think I've I heard know. that from my mom. My mom is, like, when he's she like sees an the type of guy act- that will go to a bar and buy everyone On a drink, drink. And, yes. Yeah, or, like, he'll crash a wedding and be like, don't you... Isn't this cool that I'm crashing your wedding? I'm Bill Murray. Like, I've only heard really cool stories about him, to be honest. Matthew, um, did you watch the newest movie he was just in? With I, name. Rashida I Jones. Mm-hmm. No, I, my parents did though. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I'm a Sofia Coppola fan, and uh, Lost in Translation was the other movie, um, that she directed with him in it, and I love that movie. Lost in Tra- I like Lost in Translation a lot more than uh, On the Rocks. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Is that what it's called? That sounds the newer familiar. one. Is that uh, the- it's an a- Apple TV movie. Which I was like, did you get your sponsor back? It seems like you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So watch <laughs> Apple TV Plus and watch On the Rocks. On the Bill Rocks. Oh, I should be getting my check any day now. Um, but I don't know. What about you? What, do you, what are your f- favorite Murray's, Chase? Ghostbusters, I assume? Right? Well, I love Ghostbusters. It's a classic. Uh, I love him in uh, uh, Zombieland, the original one. I thought he was yeah. fantastic in that. Uh, I, I think I didn't. What? I didn't hate Zombieland 2 as much as I thought I would, but he's, I, got a, he's the best part of that, too, at the end. I credit. was not a fan of Zombieland 2, but the after credit scene with yeah. him in it was the best part of that whole movie, hands down. Yeah, that was great. Um, um, I also, you know, I'm try- let me look through his filmography. I, I honestly, I love him in Fantastic Mr. Fox as a voice well, actor. Well, that's my main thing with him is... uh. I want to say it was 1998. This movie right here, I feel like really brought back his career. I don't know how to get that on the camera, but Rushmore. Um, he starts one of the greatest collaborations with the director of all times, and it's Wes Anderson. And he's in every single Wes Anderson movie besides his very first movie, Bottle Rocket. But he goes, he does Rushmore, Royal Tannenbaums, uh, Life Aquatic, which is maybe my favorite Bill Murray movie of all times. Um, after Life Aquatic, he has a brief cameo in the Darjeeling Limited. Then he's Fantastic Mr. Fox. Then Moonrise Kingdom, Grand Budapest, um, Isle of Dogs, and he's going to be in his upcoming movie, The French Dispatch. But I those are the things that I love him the most in, is his Wes Anderson movies. He was also in Hamlet, which I think this is the one with Ethan Hawke in it, which we talked about when we were... Yeah. Yeah. And then he was also, and I I didn't remember this, that I read a book. So I'm dyslexic, and, you know, when I was growing up, I had to read books, and I hated it. But the one book I remember I finished, it was the first ever book I actually finished 100%, was called City of Ember. And I forgot that he was in that movie. And I hated that movie as a kid, but I forgot he's in it. He's the mayor, which is crazy. 
That was weird. Also, I read so many things. I guess they were saying starring roles, but they were saying that his last movie before this was Ghostbusters, which is four years earlier. But he's in a movie every single year since Ghostbusters well, on IMDb. So. Thanks for getting rid of one of my facts, Dave. Yeah, I so I assume that fact is referring to starring roles. Yeah, so it's uh, he was he was a uh, yeah. He also I didn't know if you wanted to mention this also in that fact he was living in Paris and was considering uh giving, quit, up, giving acting. up acting altogether yeah which you know I'm glad he didn't to be honest yeah me too he never would have made all those great Wes Anderson movies yeah he would have never oh. been in Ghostbusters you know the newest one where he died oh yeah that was pleasant to yeah, see it was the best thing ever right yeah you're like oh great they brought oh he's not even playing oh he falls out a window yeah. fantastic Move yeah. on. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, uh, um, yeah, that's about. I mean, we've talked about Groundhog Day a ton on this podcast. Um, what about Bob? Is another one of my favorites. Uh, do you know anything about Richard Dor- Donner? Donner? Yeah, Richard Donner's great. Um, did all the Supermans? Did all the Lethal Weapons with our boy Mel Gibson? <laughs> stop! Stop, Dave. We had We're one good. episode, and that was it. <laughs> He worked with Mel Gibson a ton. He's in a, another uh, Danny Glover Mel Gibson pairing called The Maverick um, that he directed. Uh, he directed another one called Conspiracy Theory. Oh my God. He directed the original Omen, which is a great movie. Um, he directed an episode of Gilligan's Island. I don't know if you read oh, that. Oh, is that, that why t- they keep they kept in Gilligan's Island as like yeah. a reference? Uh, yeah. Um. And I don't know. He's he's pretty decent as a director, I guess. Right? Yeah. I I watched. I've seen a handful of stuff, which is good. Yeah. Um. Is he dead? Uh. He's not. But his his last movie was Sixteen Blocks, which Which was two thousand six. Yeah, it's a Bruce Willis David Morse movie. He's probably dead in the. uh... Oh, but he acted. In Hollywood's best film directors TV series, hmm. two thousand nine. Well, he is what ninety years old now. Yeah, he's retired. Yeah, yeah. But uh, let's go into the facts, which I, I have some good handful of facts, which Dave didn't steal. So, mm. um, so the filming of the movie actually took place in December of eighty seven. Wait, 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 sorry. What? <laughs> What? I feel like we did. I mean, I, how do you feel about Bill Murray, Matthew? You take him and leave him, or what? Do you like him? Um, I probably when I was a kid, my watching Ghostbusters, my parents would say, "That's Bill Murray. He's a big comedian back in the eighties." I'm like, "Okay, cool." And then I think if maybe along the years I would watch a movie and occasionally rarely Bill Murray would be on the screen. I'm like, oh, Bill Murray, Ghostbusters dude. So <laughs> it's not really of an impact to me. But I've seen probably just a little bit of his movies. Wasn't he in a okay. movie you were telling me about earlier tonight, Matthew? Oh, uh, I was, what is that movie? Um, Wild Things? Yeah. Um, I wonder if oh, I yeah, is he a lawyer of that? That's a Denise Richards, Steve Campbell uh, oh, I love that movie. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> what, gonna... Dave? 
What, Dave? I've only seen certain scenes from that movie. It has very famous certain scenes. But uh, that's all I'll say. Denise Richards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a big crush on her when I was a kid. And Neve Campbell. Well, she's a little bit crazy now. But... <laughs> Denise Richards or Neve Campbell? Denise Richards. Yeah, I don't know what happened to her. But um, that movie, first of all, Charlie Sheen happened to her, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mean to be off topic, but that movie was confusing until the end. But anyway, no, Bill Murray was in. I didn't understand that movie was a comedy. I guess Bill Murray was the comedic relief in that movie. Uh-huh. Is he a lawyer or something, or what? He's like a really like not stupid, but like. A, like he plays a lawyer that his office is in a strip mall. Uh huh. So, so he's kind of like Saul Goodman in Better Call Saul, yeah. where it's like, yeah, the first scene he's in, he's wearing a neck brace, and then when he takes it off, saying, "Are the like insurance people here?" Okay. Ah, uh, okay. So he's mm-hmm. like, he's like that. He's like, a, he's like an ambulance chaser yeah. lawyer. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Sorry, Chase. Dude, you know, I just no, no. Out, you like, you bring yeah. up a good point. I forgot. I forgot to ask. Yeah, you, you forgot. Your brother's here. Well, better. Be I don't, better. I don't forget that he's here. It's just I know Matthew and how he watches films and stuff. Yeah, we're brothers. I mean, come on. I I didn't know if he had much to say about Bill Murray because, like he like he said, he's like Ghostbuster guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the facts are, so first of all, the budget of this movie was $32 million, and the box office got about $100.3 million. Now, you can say that it made the money back, and it barely did, due to the fact that technically, like, with what they tell us in film school, you take the budget and you times it by three, and that's what the actually, like, budget was. So they just made their money back. I always back. thought it was double it, but... Was it double or triple? I don't. Know. I thought it was double. Like it's it's the budget for the movie, and then you double it for advertising. You know what? You stuff. might be right. So if it is double, they made their money back definitely. Uh, yeah. The filming. So my first fact is the filming began in December of '87. So when Christmas was approaching, Richard Donner asked if the production can come or could have Christmas Day off for the families, but Paramount executives refused this and said that they needed to continue shooting on Christmas day. So what Donner did was actually kind of genius. So he actually, after the filming on uh, the 24th, which is Christmas Eve, he fired or officially fired the entire cast and crew for two straight days. After two days, he rehired everyone back. So this yeah. this break allowed cast and crew to you know spend time with their families for Christmas, which I think is actually pretty cool. It's great. I'm surprised Richard Donner didn't get fired after that. I well, I bet you they were like, oh, if this comes out that you know we didn't want that, then you know where are the bad guys? So keep it in. I I find it kind of weird how early they filmed it, like a year, because I think this came out November of '88. Yeah, yep. So I, it's just crazy that they spent a whole year filming. Yeah, I guess or it was... not a full year, but they filmed a year in advance. I guess it was... Uh, I mean, that's not that strange, but... I mean, um, 
No. I guess it was pretty bloated. Like there's a lot and Bill Murray ad libbed a ton and like, you know, stuff like that. Uh, so when, Oh, sorry. No, keep going. When the uh, ghost of Christmas present, which is Carol Kane grabs Bill Murray's lip. She actually tore it so badly that they actually had to halt production for several days because he got really injured for doing that. So just that, could you imagine that one typical scene? And then yeah. they're like, okay, well, no one can shoot anything. Let's let's halt production. And yeah, I bet do you, you think, do you think it's because his lip was swollen or was he pissed or <laughs> I think like, it's well. kind of both. But I also bet that's probably why Paramount was like, You're not getting Christmas Day off. We're already behind schedule. Like I can take like your three day lip vacation. That's I would say that's the only reason I would understand a studio to not give their people Christmas Day. Especially a movie that's about like Christmas of showing like yeah like the capitalism of Christmas and everything yeah it's it's kind of ironic. Um, according to Bill Murray, a lot of the foot this is what you were pretty much saying. A lot of the footage ended up on the cutting room floor. Uh, he stated we shot big long soppy film, so there's a great deal of material that didn't end up in the film. It just didn't work. Uh, you tend to forget what went wrong. It's hard. I just figured that anyone who who's good at or uh, who's good at whoa, I this fact was spelled completely wrong. Who's good <laughs> at stepping into a part that could have a lot of fun? It's just a wicked character. The idea of making a funny Scrooge was an insp- or an inspiring touch. That's what appealed it to me. So he was down for the project, but because there was so much they filmed, it's very soppy, and he's kind of glad that it ended up on the floor, but he didn't understand why it didn't work. Yeah, um, reading through all of the trivia, I wasn't really sure if Bill Murray likes this movie. Yeah, it, I, feel like, I feel like I've watched a video where P- Bill Murray says he didn't like the production of this film. Well, he said it, apparently him and Richard Donner didn't get along. At well, all. But then... But then you keep reading the trivia. It's like all these nice quotes about Bill Murray from Richard Donner. Yeah. So I have a few. <laughs> Did you read the quote where he's like, his notes were just louder, yes. louder, louder. And he's like, I thought he might have been deaf. Like, <laughs> um, I thought that was funny. Um, and then my last quote that I have is uh, Bill Murray actually turned down leading roles for Rain Man, Big, and Cocktail to make this movie. Which crazy? Could you imagine Bill Murray in Rain Man or Big? Big, kind of, yes. Rain Man. What, I'm like, what would he be in Rain Man? Would he be? Would he be Dustin Hoffman or would he be I, Tom Cruise? See, I want to say because it, they're saying leading, I want to say Tom Cruise, but I don't know. Um, because I think I don't know. This might answer the question. I think Dustin Hoffman won a Best Supporting Actor for Rain Man. So that I think you're you. right. So maybe um, I could I can kind of imagine the him. funny thing about that is like he couldn't do this movie and one of those in one year, but two of those movies you listed star Tom Cruise, Cocktail yes. and Rain Man are both Tom Cruise movies that came out in 1988. So. Matthew, have you seen any? Have you seen Rain Man, Big or Cocktail? Oh, I've seen Big a long time ago. Never seen Rain Man and never seen Cocktail. It was leading role. Dustin Hoffman won for leading role. So it, he could have been, he could have been. Yeah. 
Wow. He could have been he could have been saying my favorite lie, Chase. About a hundred dollars. About a hundred dollars. <laughs> the amount of times um, we've said that is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's that's the notes I had. Do you have any other facts, Dave? I know you said you um, might have some. I don't know. I, I was looking at them and I just can't find what I wanted to talk about. Oh, I will go back to uh the Richard Burton thing. Um my dad also said, like, the reason I was like, like, how did this even become a thing? And he's like, that's because on SNL, uh, Bill Murray is obviously a huge SNL guy. Yeah. He um, often parodied Richard Burton in like a lot of his like you know, oh. dramatic lines. So uh, that's where that came from. Um, But not much else. I, I don't know. I, I, I swear I read some like really interesting ones, but I think he might have said them all. All right. Uh, well, let's go into our ad read. Yes. Unless you have anything else to say, Matthew, before our ad read. Um, you can do ad read. Okay. I'm, we'll we'll I'm take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. <laughs> let's talk about the plot. Uh, I love Pretty this sure. movie. I'm going to be yeah. honest. I, I really, at first, I know Matthew, today, earlier today, what happened was I was out at lunch with my mom and dad doing finalizing Christmas gifts, and Matthew was at the home. And Wait, that's what you were doing? Yeah, we were finalizing Christmas gifts. Oh, then that's why dad didn't want me to go. Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky. So uh, we went to lunch, and uh, I was like, oh, I'll call Matthew. And then I had to do other phone calls. But uh, I, I go home and my mom calls me and she goes, hey, I told Matthew he's going to watch it. And then you're going to watch it again. And I'm like, what? He's going to watch it twice? So then I come home and Matthew, or I call Matthew and he goes, yeah, I'm 13 minutes in and I'm just going to wait for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I waited and then we watched it together. And I, I get where Matthew's coming from. He had no idea what he was stepping into. Uh-huh. And that opening... Oh my gosh. I know we talked about like in Fat Man how this is comparing to that. But yeah. it was or crazy. This, that that movie is what I would have rather seen over in Fat, Fat Man. Man. 100% the, agreed. The movie where Lee Majors, a $6 million band, comes in and it's just like, Lee Majors? You've been well, a good I boy. <laughs> um, I like that bit, watching it. And then, well, I was gonna. I was about to watch it, and then I saw that it was an hour and forty minutes. And to me, that's a long Christmas movie. Whoa! What? Nothing. No, I feel like that's not that long. An hour. I don't know how long do you think the movies we've been covering have been. Probably around that, right? I want to say, wasn't I think Home Alone was pretty long. Wasn't that almost two hours? Hmm. I think Home Alone's pretty long. Uh, it is. Maybe I'm wrong. Because no, I think you're right. It's, because... it's a Wonderful Life is like two hours and ten minutes, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, but that the... doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me either. I think I, I think Fat Man was an hour 30. Wasn't it? Like an hour 32? Uh, Yeah, that was a That, that was, was a, a short, short one. one. Yeah, it felt forever, but it yeah. was definitely short. Uh, And I think... What else did we watch? Oh, the night before was definitely an hour 
Yeah, I don't think 50. that was over two hours. But no, but it it was definitely a little bit longer than an hour thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you but did, you bring up a good point, Matthew. Like the Santa Claus or Elf and all that stuff. That's definitely like an hour and forty minutes. And he said that, like you said, he said that they um cut a lot of the movie. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I can't imagine you're, this movie. You're like, any damn, longer. how much did they cut? It's already <laughs> so long. Um, what was it gonna say? Uh oh, Christmas, Christmas Carol, or oh, Christmas that's, so story. That's was what I, I, well, I wanted to ask you guys, um, if you have a particular favorite Christmas Carol, or like you know, kind of Christmas Carol talk. I know that's not necessarily about this movie, but Matthew. <laughs> I think I told you this um when before you left that I'm not the biggest fan of Christmas Carol movies because <laughs> they're all the same to me. What are you talking about? There's only three ghosts slash four ghosts that visit a person and he learns a life lesson in every single one of them. And he becomes less of a Scrooge at the end. They always have to say bah humbug or or God bless everyone. It's um, I think that's why I like this movie so much because it's so fresh. Like it's such a fresh take on that. And they do it's, it. They do it kind of differently that you're not mad about it. Yeah, it's a Christmas Carol in the world where a Christmas Carol exists, and none of the people are playing the characters. Like he's not Ebenezer. Um, Tiny Tim is not Tiny Tim, but that kid that doesn't talk is. But I also Tiny like Tim. how he doesn't have crutches. It's actually he doesn't speak. And yeah, it's like exactly. It's, he has his uh, own problems that are not the same. And they're uh, actually doing the story. They ha- they mention this, they're actually like filming the story while like the original story in the movie, yeah, which I like. I, yeah, I love that stuff. Um, what uh, I think her name was Grace. His assistant, yes, um, is like the Bob Cratchit character. Like uh, his old partner that visits him is the is his is, old boss. Yeah, is Marley like the ghost that's um, maybe my favorite Marley? But I I think I gotta say the 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 Muppet dudes, yeah, brothers that are like we're Marley. And well, I'm Marley. guessing I'm guessing Whoa. I'm guessing the Muppets is your favorite. Yeah, okay, so I was having a hard time with that tonight, thinking about it, because I'm like, is this my favorite? But in terms of, I guess you have to go with something that's telling the story, like, classically or traditionally the way it's supposed to. Not that Charles Dickens envisioned a bunch of puppets (laughs) being in his story, but I I love uh, A Christmas Carol, and, and Michael Caine is, like, my favorite. Ebenezer Scrooge not that I'm like overly familiar with them like I know uh I I probably saw the Patrick Stewart one when I was younger um I'd never seen the Jim Carrey one which I think that's the only one I've seen recently in like in the last 10 years yeah and I, I I do like that one because what I do like about it is the ghosts all three ghosts are Jim Jim Carrey Carrey, which I think that is a kind of good tie-in where it's like the ghosts are like they're kind of the inner self because they're showing you your past, present, future, but you don't recognize your own face. I don't know. Which I, I, like mean, I don't think that's even what they were going for. Like, oh, I oh, think that's exactly. They look like it. Oh, Dave, you're not plugged in. No. Come on. 
This um, is not no, amateur. I mean, I don't know. That was just like a thing that Robert Zemeckis like doing. Um, but I also, I will like say. Like in the Polar Express, yes. Tom Hanks plays like 11 different people, like including like some child, children. Do you know what? That's a good but, point. Uh, I, I will say, I, I will say this. I hate the animation. It freaks me out. And I, I think we've talked about this <laughs> It was at this podcast where we're like, yeah, yeah, or are you a fan of Polar Express or anything? Like, what about you, Matthew? <laughs> Didn't you like Polar Express? That used to be a thing. Love that movie. You do. See, Matthew's okay. one of those Polar Express oh, people. So, so sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to point out, I feel like I keep dunking on a Polar Express, and I've never seen that movie. So it's not go on, bad. Matthew, about it. No, it's not. I I definitely have a lot of problems with it, but I mean, I also have a lot of that movie. Is like how geez, isn't that movie like twenty years old or like no, no. not even. I think it's like twelve, fourteen maybe, fourteen. Yeah, yeah. And with that, I mean, didn't the same people make the Christmas Jim Carrey? Carol? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the only Christmas Carol I've ever seen before this movie. To be honest, I think I already know what Zach's favorite. If Zach's listening to this. 16 years ago is what it was. Um, what? I know Zach Poland's favorite Christmas Carol. Chris, Christmas Carol? Or, is, yeah. it a, is it a Muppets? What is it? No, it's a, It's. I think you should leave. With... <laughs> you get the bone crusher, Scrooge. Scrooge is a bone mama. <laughs> Crush it with your Christmas cheer. <laughs> oh my god if they if they make a, a new christmas carol that that's should not be it. it yes yeah absolutely um but let's let's go into like let's go into the plot because i i want to talk about this movie even though we're we're talking about christmas carols and all that stuff yeah so um you mentioned it but it, it i i love the beginning so much like it's just so funny like it cracks me up every time not only like the action-packed santa but then it's just like Goes into the like Bob Bob Goulet, yes, Christmas carols. I don't know why that's a funny bit of him rowing through the swamp and then like side eyeing the alligators like really nervously. Like I I also like where it's like and check out this new episode of Father Loves Beavers. Yeah, (laughs) it's just like oh that's dirty. Wow. Yeah, I total joke that I don't know like I don't think I ever got that joke until I mean I must have got it like two years ago when I watched this but I did not understand that joke as when a kid, you were a kid sure. yeah um it was the same thing I was telling you about like the nipple scene I remember as a kid I was like you can see their nipples like I was just looking at girls it's, it's like who the had their breasts covered. yeah but you can definitely see he, nipples yeah. which I was kind of surprised about in a PG-13 movie um but uh, I don't know. I like after they show that clip and everyone's so excited about it. And Bill Murray's just like, you guys got an ad with America's favorite old fart reading a book in front of a fire. <laughs> and he goes, now I have to kill all, all of you. <laughs> Which is just a funny line. I also like how he's sitting at his desk and he's all normal. And then he pulls his drawer and it's just a mirror. And he's like <laughs> smiling. I'm like, they know you're smiling. They can see you smiling into your desk. Yeah. In the the design of that set is just so like corporate and dark and scary for some reason and i love it like i think bill murray is a genuinely menacing character yes. at the beginning of the movie yes I mean, that was one matthew thing that he said he was like i'm, I'm gonna say it right now 
Bill Murray's a dick. I'm like, yeah, he's yeah. supposed to be a dick. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't he play an asshole in all of his movies? Maj- most of his movies. Yeah, majority of them. So I mean, if, if at, at the very least, a very jaded person who mm-hmm. is like very like he's very cocky and he's he's like he's very cocky. He's very of himself. Like he's himself, and he's just going to act himself all the way through. Confident. Yes. Well, yeah. confident, but also like. Oh. It's 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 like it's like our dad. It's like I am David Leno and I do what I want to do. Do you not know who I am? It's you don't know who I am. <laughs> that Dave, that's what my dad does. When we were in Florida, we went to we went to a Universal, and you know how they do valet. Yeah, my dad's like, well, I'll just go to the valet and be like, here's my keys. They're like, sir, you need to pay us. He's like, I'm David Leno. Do you not know who I am? <laughs> my dad he he does that kind of stuff and it's hilarious does he actually say it yeah he yeah. does but everyone's like no and he's like okay that's fine here's your money <laughs> um well i i knew who he was before i even met you chase i know uh, that's creepy um anyways uh what i i wrote the only note that i wrote before i'm like no i'm just gonna enjoy the movie uh, I wrote opening gives me Grinch vibes, like the uh, Jim Carrey Grinch vibe where it's mm-hmm. like the cameras flying through a definitely like set and the title cards are coming up and everything. And I was like, this is a very like typical, if you think of like a Christmas kind of movie. They're always like flying cameras in like a town or something. <laughs> yeah and i was just Starts like i'm liking off, this. I, this movie does start off with a snowflake and then this entire movie takes place in that snowflake. that's why i'm saying like it's it's the grinch i'm just kidding i don't want people to be confused with me. <laughs> <laughs> being sarcastic um yeah i did the same thing chase i started writing down a lot of stuff but then i was like ah, i'm just gonna watch it but i i really like the um cats and dogs are beginning to watch television it's just it's one of those things where they're like, oh, so let's integrate, let's do a cop that his stick is to play with string. Yeah, I'm like, he's like, yeah, you know how Kojak had his lollipop. What if there's a <laughs> uh, a character that just dangles string? Um, oh, there was a, a a fact. I don't know if you got this far down. If you were looking at the IMDb fact, I was looking at enough of them, but I was like, I've, I'm done. I can't do anymore. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and scroll down and find it. Uh. It's in 2015, or as of 2015, it's like Roku has, um, damn, I think I already scrolled too far, but Roku has like 15 channels or something that are dedicated or directed towards cats and dogs. You're joking. Um, Yeah, okay, so this is what it is. Um, As of 2015, there are several dog and cat-specific channels on Roku that supply dedicated pet programming based on scientific studies of what interests them. So they just, they watch the movie and they're like, wow, they have a good point. And they just, like, like, started doing it? (laughs) I just like the suggestion of, uh, in the movie, that it's like, we sell so much dog and cat food, we got to tap into that market like but it's like they don't have money they're not gonna buy anything but that's a funny well it's funny because it's like well the humans that are watching it are not gonna like turn it on for cats and animals like what they're gonna be like okay i'm leaving the house i'm gonna put on your channel yeah have have go at it 
I know my cats used to love watching um, Planet Earth, especially like the tiger stuff or like the lion stuff. They get like really like tense, like you know, like start yeah. like like leaning forward once that you know once a gazelle starts running or some shit. Our dog Oliver, he he watches TV with my mom all the time, and he like my mom has like a banister for her like uh-huh. foot and all that stuff, and he would just lay his head down on it and <laughs> stare at the TV all day. It's all food network. It's all food network. And he's just like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. That's funny. He's yeah. Dog watching food network. It's like torture. I feel like it's funny because lately my dad's like, my dad, like since I've been back, since I've moved back, my dad has been telling me that he's trying to teach him a lesson because he keeps like waking my dad up at five in the morning just so he can eat. My dad's like, no. So then he would go and pee on my dad's like shoes and be like, you didn't feed me today. I'm gonna be an asshole all day to you. Wow. So it's it's kind of crazy. It's war. It's war. Um. What was it gonna say? Oh, I like the whole like, like you can't. Um, if I'm working late, you work late. Uh, you know, he's like, and if I, and if you can't work late, I, I can't, can't work, work late. late. And, and that means I, I can't, can't work late. I can't, can't work late. late. That's a really funny line. Um, there, what was what was the line that we laughed at earlier, Matthew? Call the police. <laughs> Wait, why does he say it's because of the? It's because he. It was after. Yeah, it's after the the whole dog and cat thing. Oh yeah, he's, he's walking. Call the police. <laughs> um, yeah. I was I was so confused when he was saying the towel stuff that I even turned to Matthew. I'm like, towel. What 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 is he talking about? Towel. And he's like, they're giving him towels. I'm like, oh, that's a shitty gift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I like how it comes back though later when, um, when they're like, this yeah. gift is from your brother, and you know right away it's the VHS and not the towel. And he's just like, my ex secretary. <laughs> like, <laughs> was that like used that. to be his ex girlfriend or something? No, he was saying. No, I know his ex. Her. Yeah. But uh, um, the question no. I have is, well, I it just seemed like she was still a nice person to care about him. Like, when he was burning, like, the actual, like, end where he's getting his coffin pushed into the fire. She yeah. was crying, and I'm like, oh, well, is... She wasn't there. His uh, grace? Or, or are you talking about... Because my dad and I were also confused about this scene. Um, Who's the girl? You're talking about his brother's girlfriend? Yeah. Was that not her? No, well, that it didn't make sense. She was a brunette, and then and that that was a blonde. She was a blonde. But then every and girl was a brunette in that whole entire like. The only other blonde you see in the movie is that girl that works for, with him. Yeah, that's what I meant. But that's yeah. not his secretary. But yeah, it's the girl that's like massaging him when he's like talking about. Yeah, uh, how happy he is that the lady had a heart attack after his commercial. Aired. Oh, okay. But yeah, then why realize. would she be with why his would brother? She, yeah. I don't know. Because I thought that was his wife. My dad of, and I. Yeah, that confused me. Because I thought, oh, my brother's dead. That's why, because his wife is there. And he's like, oh, no, he's right there. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Maybe they both were, because his brother didn't even look like his brother. Who is his brother, by the way? Um, I have no idea. No, 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 I'm saying that oh, guy was Bill yeah. Murray's brother. Uh, all, all, all of Bill Murray's acting brothers are in this movie. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, his dad plays his dad. Uh, 
Brian Doyle Murray. He's his dad. That's like no, his actual dad. Yeah, no, no, no. His it's his brother. Um, his brother oh. plays his dad. Oh, um, you were confusing me for a second too. I was like, what? Yeah, he's the one that says, "Well, then you can go out and get a job and buy a choo-choo train." He sounded familiar. He, me and Matthew Not were. Oh, you would know him from a ton of shit if you looked him up. He's he's in a lot of stuff. Um. He's in Groundhog's Day. He's the mayor in it. Groundhog Day. That's oh, you did it again. Yeah, your dad's gonna um, kill you now. He's he's often in Bill Murray movies. We just you and I just watched something with him in it, Chase. And I yeah, can't and it's been driving me crazy. I literally I was like, I know this guy's voice, and I I did we just watch something with Bill Murray in it? No, I don't believe so. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to bug me now, but uh, let's just move on until I can think of it. I love, and I was oh, thinking about this. Is Oh, he's in Christmas Vacation, which we didn't just watch together, but, but maybe we, that's what I'm That's probably of. what we're thinking of. Uh, I, uh, I, I was thinking about this when we were watching. I'm like, maybe, maybe the best time travel machine is the cab. Because that, that, I love that thing where it was yeah. just like, I was like, oh, that should have been a good transition into the movie of the month. I love how seemingly people like can't really like see him, but also like he's crashing into a ton of things. And I was wondering like, well, is that stuff actually ha- like when he just yeah. hits like, what do you call that? Like an overhang in front of a building, a, uh, a awning awning. Yeah. He just runs into the awning and knocks it down. Well, I was like, just if smashing it to other cars, you see him. Oh, Matthew was Matthew had to close his eyes oh, during the, the when he's before. <laughs> Made me so uncomfortable because which, he's screaming out of just screaming at nothing. Which uh, that, he's that talking about so- when they're in the restaurant, and he's seeing like the eyeball in the glass. Oh and, yes, and uh, the uh, uh, just because. So you were just placing yourself in his shoes as if there was nothing there, and you're like, he just seems crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love I love that scene. It's it's great comedy. <laughs> He's not even saying words. And then I don't know if you read that fact, um, but because this is another joke. Where never they, they uh, poured water he on him. the water and then he says, yeah. I'm sorry, I thought you were Richard Pryor. Um, who's like, you know, a massive comedian back. Then. Well, I don't know if he was even. Yeah, I think he was alive back then still. But uh, um, he was like freebasing cocaine or something and lit himself on fire and then like ran down the street and that was like a very famous news story um so that's why he says i'm sorry i thought thought you you were were richard Richard Pryor." Pryor. that makes sense um yeah matthew you have the typical i feel like i call that the lano curse with movies is when there's like a very uncomfortable like cringy scene you have to leave we have to either leave close our eyes or go like nope can't hear it can't not and it's so hard I think you've gotten so much better at I that have. since we've I have. You, you used to be like, this is so uncomfortable. And I'm like, it's a movie. Like there has been I, I <laughs> I've gotten so much better yeah. at it. But and it also, is definitely the curse because Matthew, he did the same thing to me today. He was like, Nope, can't do it, can't do it. And he walked away <laughs> and I was like, Matthew, we have to. We have to come back. It's a movie. Um I I also this is going back to the um the first ghost or not the first yeah it is the first ghost that his old business partner that visits him i love that he says uh you're an hallucination brought on by alcohol 
Russian vodka poisoned by Chernobyl. <laughs> I thought that was a funny line. It was uh, Matthew and I. We were. I kind of questioned how he actually died because I thought, oh, maybe someone, you know, hit him He's with a golf one. ball. But no, it was it was just a heart attack. That's what I said. <laughs> but you didn't say that. I said he said he had a heart attack. Oh. Yeah. Well, because he just shot him. First of all, I, I think the way Bill Murray reacted to seeing a zombie and be all that whole mumbo, that whole mumbo jumbo. Before he was acting strangely very calm, just <laughs> looking at it. No, I think it like he tries to shoot it a bunch of times. Yes, like, but it's he's like, he's just he's like bam, he sits boom, there. Bam, yeah, boom. he sits there. He goes ga ga ga, and then it's yeah. just like, oh well, that didn't work. What what are you gonna what are you gonna do? <laughs> It is funny. He's like a kid. Like I always thought, like I can't. I wouldn't be able to fire a gun without actually making gun noises while doing it. Yeah. Because like, I used to like you know have so many toy guns or whatever as a kid. Like I'd always be like, you know. And I feel like yeah. I feel like if I like I mean I have shot actual guns, but I feel like I was always like, am I gonna make that noise when I shoot them? Like, or I was like, how could I be an actor shooting like fake guns and not like be like bam bam bam, you know? Like, like no no cut cut. You don't have to say it. We'll yeah. add it in later. What? Or like if I if I loaded a shotgun, I'd be like, and they'd be like, no, that the noise happens. Like, <laughs> yeah, I always feel like every time I load, like if I ever load a shotgun, which I don't think I'll ever do, but if I do, I'll always make the noise of like, you can't do it without doing the noise. Uh, another scene that I do love is just the way end where he's, where the other guy's coming in and he's just, just singing like a Chris and he's like, I'm having a bad day. And he's just shooting him. I love that they first introduce uh, the ghost of Christmas past or future. Yeah, but then the he's like, out. "Oh, nope, nope, that's not me." Now, I do love that. Uh, I yeah, I love when he finally does like meet the real one. He's like, "Wow, this is like really good." And I forget what he's saying to him, but he's just talking to him about you know, like as if he's an actor. And then he just opens up his uh, his like gown thing, <laughs> and then and, he, uh, he closes and goes, "Did our team? Uh, did our team do that?" Yeah, <laughs> I like well, I like how he does it. He does it once. Sees like all the like, what are they like, little demon children? They're like faces, the and then go, <gasps> yeah. And then he closes it, and then opens it again, and looks at it, and he's just like, "Did our did our team do that?" Yeah, which that's a funny bit. I love the fact that they had a small TV as the the skull, which is yeah. like showing like it was awesome. That's what my dad said. He was like, "That was a clever." clever thing to do like i liked when he's walking out of the uh the elevator it's showing on the tv the back of his head yes. walking out of the elevator i thought that was really cool a modern take on the um ghosts basically yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, on that same note i thought it was clever um instead of just having him see his grave he's at you know like an incinerator and winds up in the coffin himself. I thought that was really neat. Like, instead of just having him be like, no, I died. This is my grave. Like, um, so and what, then only seeing like two people show up to it was cool. Whatever happens to the kid, why does he go into an insane asylum? That's the part like, I don't understand. Cause I feel like if you're mute, you can stay mute and be fine. I don't know. 
Yeah, maybe the eighties or I, I don't even think it was like in the eighties they did that, but that's like could have been a thing. I don't just know. they're like, well, let's just put it in to make it scary. Maybe he killed people because he was never <laughs> able to say God bless us, everyone. <laughs> Bill Murray's like, oh, he finally said a word, so he won't go on that rampage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Um, also something that like didn't go down as smooth. I mean, I didn't like, I'm not saying down as smoothly as in, I didn't like it, but the ending is crazy with Bobcat, uh, shooting up the place and then like holding the studio hostage. It's like, I will, this, this would never fly. He's going to get in trouble after this, regardless if they're singing a nice song. I feel like he was drunk. And I I feel like this, I figured out what the line was, Matthew, is that he shoots the window and they're like, oh, and they're all freaking out. And he goes, that that window was innocent. And you saw what I did to it. And it's just like, (laughs) whoa, whoa. I I missed that line. I don't think I heard that. Dude, it was hilarious. He was, he shoots it and he goes, Hey, I don't hear any partying. Why was I not invited? He goes, that window was innocent. You didn't, you saw what I did to that. So party, <laughs> party. <laughs> oh, it was great. I love, I love that ending. I, it was the typical Leno thing where he stops it and you're just like, uh Oh, nope, nope, nope. Conflict, conflict. I mean, I still yeah. do that. Like Dave, whenever I was at your house and like someone would order a pizza, I'm like, nope, nope. Yeah. Gotta he'd stay run away. away whenever someone came to the door too. I just it's it's conflict. I'm like I don't want to I don't want to be there when something bad happens or if something bad happens. Um, that whole scene basically, I feel like that whole scene was basically the director saying to Bill Murray, "Just do whatever you want." Well, that definitely it's, was. My dad, right? my dad was like, "Do you think this is scripted or improv?" I was like, "I think it's like scripted, but I like think a there was bit, big points of like I feel like the f- opening part where he's like, "Hey, what are you, kid?" Kid's doing good. I think that part was scripted. And then by the end where he's really like saying like, yeah. it's Christmas. That Man, was off. I I felt like he's like literally getting teary eyed. He was, it, dude. Too. Like, I know like you can make someone cry in movies, but it's just like, I don't know. You see kind of, a, that was another thing I kept reading um in the critic reviews was they were saying like, we don't know that Bill Murray could handle that type of, scene and i was like i think he crushed it i don't know i got I kind of emotional could. watching it tonight especially when the tiny tim kid says Same. god bless us everyone i was like god bless us everyone i didn't i didn't cry but i definitely got like oh wow yeah no wow. i it i, hit, I got choked up for something. some reason yeah it hit me but it didn't it didn't make me go like it wasn't personally it wasn't any home alone where i was like <laughs> like you know I was definitely like that for Home Alone, which yeah. I don't know if, did you see my picture I sent you? Me? Yeah. Of what? On Instagram. No. It was a few days you... ago. You sent me the, for the, we'll get oh, into yeah. it. We'll get into okay. it. Okay. But yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I want to yeah, know yeah, if you yeah, saw yeah. that. Yeah, 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 Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm trying to think, was there any other big thing in this movie that was good? Um, well, I feel like, I mean, we kind of talked about it, but I feel like we brushed over the, uh, um, Christmas present stuff. I love that. Uh, I love, um, Carol Kane, like beating the shit out of Bill Murray. Like, I think that's, it was just a really funny bit. Like, so the question I have is would, uh, the guy who he finds dead, like kind of yeah. in the sewers, he's dead. Like he's, yeah, he's presently, pre- he's dead well, anyways. He was, he was an angel at the end. 
That's right. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. He was he was with Carol Kane's the character. Um Yeah, I don't know. I'm I don't know if we're missing anything, but uh I mean we haven't really talked about the love story part of it, which no, is I feel like we should go into that w- though. Which is typically very brief in a Christmas carol. Uh like it's mentioned in the past. I don't think there's anything to do with it in the present, really. But you can see that that's where he became his bah humbug self, kind of. So Matthew brought up a good uh, point in the movie about... Through the beginning, I thought she was dead. And then I was like, so when she's at the soundstage, somehow she got there. I don't know Uh how. But she acted like... Real, like when he, every time he got like really pissy with her, she was like, "Oh, don't worry, do." And then if someone was acting like that to me, I'd be like, "No, fuck off." Yeah, he was um, kind of a dick to her half the time, or he would say something, and well, then she, she would does, just be I like, mean, oh, "The soundstage okay. is when she calls things off. Like she's finally like." No, 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 not, not when he's oh, the oh, in oh, the oh, beginning. Oh, okay, um, yeah, um, yeah. I think you can tell the, my only excuse for that, because I kind of agree, but my only excuse is um, how they like kiss very quickly. Like after yes. reuniting, I feel like it's because she definitely harbored likes a ton of, yeah. and she hates how things ended and she wishes he wasn't that guy, you know, but I, he I, is. I feel that like it, the scene where he goes to the, uh, the, it's not an orphanage, but it's, uh, the homeless, homeless shelter. shelter. Yeah. Like even there where he's kind of a huge dick. She's just like, honey, c- calm down, calm down. I'll, I'll get it done. No, you should yeah. fire them. No, 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 it's fine. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll call them. It's okay. Because I think she was happy. Finally that he, he was back in her life, which is like giving her not enough credit and him way too yes, much. Credit. Way too much. But, but if you were to think about how, like if the Christmas future is real, uh, she clearly does take his whole personality to heart, you yes. know, like um, she ends up becoming a terrible person as a result of that conversation. Well, I, I, I personally, I'm in the agreement of, I don't think that would have ever happened, but in his head, that's the thing that needs to show him to show that his ideas are bad. Yeah, I think that was one of the major selling points. Although I think in most Christmas carols, by the time they get back from the Christmas present, they're like, fuck, like I got to become a better yeah. person. And then it's like, no, 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 no you no, got no. that one we more. Have to, like, we have to kill you. And yeah, we, <laughs> that's another thing I do want to talk about the Christmas present is I do love how every time he's complaining or lying or thinking of it in a different point of view, she hurts him. And then when he actually sees it for what it is, he she doesn't hurt him. Like she she treats him nicely. And it's it's one of those things that the truth hurts, which I do yes. love the symmetry of like, okay, the truth really hurts and no one wants to deal with it, but the truth is the truth. Yeah, I really like that as well. Um Yeah, I don't know. I think overall this is just a, a banger of a of a Christmas carol. I, I like I honestly for a Christmas Carol, it's top three of my favorites. Top three okay. Christmas Carol movies. Um, should I should I go over the list? Go over the list. Yep. Um, 
what makes a Christmas movie? All right, a lesson learned. This has that in spades. Um, a sort of miracle um, or magic. Uh, my friend was like, I like the term magic better that because yeah. Brady kept saying magic and he's like, I'm not a religious person, but I don't always look at miracle as a religious term, but I magic, guess inherently magic, yeah. it is. But um, yeah, this movie has that. Uh, Christmas music, yeah. Family, friendship, love, yep. yeah. No Santa, right? Is there even like a... a, a yes, a... you're forgetting the opening. There's Santa oh! in the opening. <laughs> yeah, some of the best <laughs> Santa shit. Okay, um, decorations. We got yes. it. Snow, we got, got it. it. Classic Christmas movie reference. Got this it. This whole movie is, is a classic. A classic Christmas Christmas movie Christmas. Yes. I mean, it's a classic, cl- classic book reference, but um, uh, tradition... I don't know. Uh, yes, actually, yes, yes. And this is my oh, argument sending, for tr- tradition. Sending towels? Well, no. My my argument for him having a tradition is when he was growing up, his father always gave him meat. And he even, okay. like, she was like, we have to open, did you ever open one on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? And she's like, well, if it was, if it was going to spoil, we would open it early. And yeah, I feel I like having that, that and then giving her knives where it's like he's used to being a butcher's son. Oh, my God. I didn't even put that together. So I think uh, that that shows that he had a tradition that he kept going until he became, you know, different. But that still showed there was a tradition going on in his um, life. Conflict. And TV. He would always watch TV. And that's why he he's like you. He's. Like, yeah, he used to like lie about his life because he watched TV all the time, which I did I, love that. Little I, tie. Uh, I don't lie about my life. No, 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 that's not. No, that's not what I mean. But um, but yeah, uh, I want to I sorry. I want to go back to that scene because I love that scene. Yeah, where go he's ahead. Like, what is it? What? Who does he say? Like Kubla Khan, like Genghis Khan. Who does he say when he saw his mother? He goes, Niagara Falls. Yes. And then when he does see his mother, he starts he's, crying. And he's, and he's like, like Niagara I'm Falls. I'm crying because the street value of that like uh, Me, meal today that, that, would be yeah. like $50. Um, and I also like how he's like, he's uh, he's like, you don't have any good memories. And he's like, yeah, I do. And he starts like explaining like uh, TV shows, basically. Like He's like, I, I won that. I, on the prairie. He's like, I won that, that baseball thing. He's like. That's brother in love. And it's like, well, yeah. I, you know, I, 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 there was this one girl who I really liked and I chased her down. There's Little. a meadow. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Good. I love that. That's great. I didn't realize the, his, his brother was a younger brother until, well, I mean, I could have, but. Well, she was pregnant in that yes. scene. Um, and then, uh, is, yeah, she's pregnant smoking a cigarette, which I don't even know if that was, yeah, I'm sure by the 80s that was frowned upon. But um, why do you think he and, cried? Because his mother, I think he had an, a, a soft spot for his mother. Do you she, think she, she died early? Maybe, yeah, because he doesn't mention his parents really, but I think he didn't, you know, there was no love loss for his dad, who seemed to be a bit of a prick. Yeah. But his his mom was like, you know, like Frankie Angel or whatever she called him. Um, and she looked you know. like she was crying for Kara. Yeah, yeah. And it, was, it felt like a very sad scene. I don't know why that scene always reminds me of Cable Guy for some reason. I guess it's because, like... Because he's sitting, it, like, down and he's just glued to the... 
like TV. Yeah, maybe? he's also raised by television and cable guy. Don't you understand? <laughs> Somebody has to kill the babysitter. But um, and then conflict is also on the list. Definitely has conflict in this movie. Yeah, and pre- and presence is what we added after a Christmas story last Which week. He definitely. Or, it's um, I I love that scene where he picks up the present and it's. It's the photo, which I, I I know we didn't talk about it on the podcast, but do you remember when I said that I gave someone a, a present of a picture of a me? photo of you? Yeah, <laughs> and I signed it. Oh, that that I mean, you tell me so many stories of your life that are just so bizarre <laughs> or funny, but that was like one of the biggest laughs I've ever had with the story you told me. <laughs> you gave a picture, the setup of it too. You're like, I did like. The cringiest thing would I ever think back on it now, but um, yeah, it sucked. It was a bad, and it was it was a grad gift, which is even worse. <laughs> it wasn't a Christmas gift. Uh, Wait, what? Oh, I gave. I'm not gonna say his name, but I gave someone from my high school a a a picture, a framed picture of me, and I said, "Best oh, of I, luck, I, Chase Leno." I know who this is. Too. Yeah, it was. It was. And it, it, we were we were good friends, but we weren't close friends, which was even <laughs> weirder. But uh, but he's doing good now. I'm not gonna shout him out, but you're doing good. I, I you're more popular than I am now, so good for you. It's it's because of that picture of you he has on his wall. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he remembers me. Uh, well, hopefully not. He has a picture of me. Oh, you're right. He <laughs> he has a picture of me. Find a picture. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I feel like you didn't tell me it was signed. Yeah, um, it was signed. But uh, I love, I I will say I love, that was the thing that almost got me emotional too, was it's like family. And yeah. I, I'm a sucker when it comes to brotherly love. Like, that's why oh, I love yeah, like same. Onward. Or Onward. Like random stuff when it's anything about brothers. I, I Yeah. It, it really it, hits hard. You want to get me to cry, do brother stuff. I feel like it same. always gets me. Same. And I, I, I don't, I don't know about you, but Matthew, are we, are we super close? We're close. We're, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we're as close as we can try to be. I feel like, I, I feel like the Lanos, and I'm okay with saying this. We're not really like, we're not a typical, we're not a typical family like relationships whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, Matt's head could not be shaking anymore right now. No, no, yeah, we're uh, we're <laughs> we're the type of people who are like, okay, we'll see you for a week and then get the hell out of our lives. Yeah, it's the typical. We've grown up to the grown up stage where we're like, yeah, we don't need to see each other every day. I do gotta say, you guys seem like you keep in contact much better than I am with my family. I mean, that's only me though. The rest of my family's good about it, but Dave, you've never met my brother and you've known me for two years. No, but I mean, you guys keep in contact. I'm saying, like, every time I'm with you, you're like calling your family. Well, I'm calling either Josh for reasons. Very I've seen obvious. you call Matt a ton of times. And has he ever answered? No, no, that's true. Yeah, he's never answered a single time. I know I've heard him on the phone, though. You've heard him Meg- once on the phone. Megan answers all the time, I feel like. Yeah. Megan's also a different story. I'm the kind of brother that says that is basically like, "Oh, you're physically here. Okay, hi. You're gone. Who are you?" 
Like, I always tell. I, I don't. I don't want to put it in those harsh of terms, but I am literally like that with almost every single person in my life. When I'm with you, I, I'm a hundred percent with you. But when I'm away from you, it's very hard for me to engage. But my, that, that's I, like something I would try to work on. I was. I was telling. Well, you're doing good. I will tell you this. I mean, since well, I've we been gone, a, we have been a, talking a lot. Yeah, we have a podcast, though, so that's kind of crucial. But we like, also play, like, you know, Warzone yeah. and everything. Well, I think Zach, Zach would tell a different story. That is true. What Chase is, he's that he said that I never answer. The sad part is I'm glued to my phone 24 24-7. 24-7. He, I've never. Here's a fun fact about Matthew. Matthew has not had a computer for four years. And three. he's all, three years. And it's only on his computer, or his uh, iPhone the whole time. He's only on his iPhone. I mean, that's how I before school I didn't really use a computer ever. Well, well Matthew, I had, he, yeah, Matthew used his iPhone as a computer all of high school. Don't yeah, and they also gave us computers, and when we need to do it, we can do it on our phone. I'm on my phone like twenty four seven. I can't, <laughs> I can't like, I can't like put it down. Yeah, it's I don't like, know how you do it. I, I like my phone, but I, I just, if I'm on it for too long, I just get glued onto it, and I'm like, yeah. I can't turn it off. I think I could be on the phone for like 20 minutes straight and be like, all right, there's nothing left on the phone to look at. I will say I'm definitely a person when it comes to phone calls, I'll talk your ear off because I love conversations yeah. with people. What? Okay, calm down, Matthew. I try to be short with you. With you, I'm pretty sure. I, I've told Dave every same, single time I'm about to call you, I'm like, just watch. He'll answer, what? It's like, bring, yeah. bring, what? Every <laughs> single time, that's always with Matthew, where he goes, hello? Hey, what do you want? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to talk? Uh, I guess. How it starts. Here, you need to do my um, phone answer voice. Hello. Yeah, there it is. Hello. What? That was that was a talk we had tonight where or the other day we were like who has the deeper voice? I think I do. I think I do. It's debatable. It's uh, debatable. <laughs> Dave, who who do you think has the deeper voice? I don't, you guys have such different voices. I don't know if either of them's Cuz sometimes my voice deep. is <laughs> Um I don't know. I mean, I everyone tells me Chase has a great broadcast voice. I, I don't see it, to be honest. Yeah, I remember when you said it, and I was like, no <laughs> way. There's no way. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I think I have a really high you, voice as no, well. No, you have a deep voice, Dave. You have the deepest voice, I know. I guess it, it's weird. I just, I feel like I sound very whiny or something. I don't know. No, I feel like I sound... I sound like high-pitched kiddish, I feel like. I didn't do it. Oh, I didn't do right. it. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so this yeah, movie passed the bar talk. I think, yes. I think I could talk about this movie for as long as I can. I think that just with how the ghosts act, how Bill Murray acts in the movie, some of the lines that are done, I hands down think this would pass the bar talk. However, in the 80s, would it pass? I don't know. I feel I like- think so. I think, uh, but I think one of the main factors is uh, the comparisons to. A Christmas Carol, yeah. like just just like walking through how it, you know, it's different. And I don't think much has changed since the eighties. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> what do you think, Matthew? Um, 
I, he's 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 a no, I think. No, he knows what he knows what the bar talk is. No, I'm saying he's a no, I think. Oh. No, it's um no, I like the I didn't hate it. I didn't it's so is it a movie I would watch again? No. <laughs> okay. Would you talk about it for more than five minutes at like a restaurant or a bar with people? Yeah, yeah, if you if it if it weren't for Chase and I having you on a podcast, <laughs> would you just be like, "I saw that"? I'm done. Never, you know, or would you discuss it afterwards? Maybe five minutes, just max. <laughs> five minutes max. <laughs> That's why I think five minutes is too short for yeah, a bar. It's talk, usually, dude. I think it's like ten minutes, but yeah, I wanted to give it a chance at least <laughs> five minutes max. <laughs> um, okay, that's fine. It doesn't have to pass for you. All uh, right, what are what are we? Uh, what are we going to rate it out of? Yeah, what's a good bit from the movie? Huh, math? I'm rating it out of maybe for a Christmas movie in the whoa, 80s. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Christmas movies, but you have to rate it out of like there's a certain object we have to name it. Yeah, something from the movie like nipples. <laughs> I don't want to use that one. I want. But. I was trying to think of what the cigar that he has in the. I, look, I mean, it looks like a backwoods. Yeah, or it's something. disgusting. Um, yeah, that, that thing looks so nat. Like when he takes it out of his mouth, it's like completely oh, flat. It's flat, and I just like dang. Um, Carol, got, Carol Kane. How many Carol Canes? I don't mind that because she's. I, I like that. The, she's like my favorite part. You know, she was my favorite part in that entire movie. Just all the noises she makes, like it's she's great. Like, yeah. I, 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 I could not understand the word she said, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what she said before. Uh, she punched him. Yeah, I could I could not tell you. I couldn't even tell you if I did hear what she said. Uh, but yeah, I loved her. Let's read it out of Carol Kane's. Okay, Matthew, you want to go first? You go first. Yes. Okay, out of Christmas movies, not not just a typical movie. Out of Christmas movies with our list, yeah, I give this movie an eight point five. Um, sorry, there's this tag that's been scratching me this whole episode. I'm trying to rip it off my shirt. But uh, I think I'm gonna give it nine Carol Canes out of ten Carol Canes because I, I, yeah, I I might have been in the eight point five range, but then after going over our list, I'm like, well, it kind of checks off everything. It does, but I think that uh, you brought up a good point. This is definitely a movie that I feel like I would watch outside of Christmas. Yeah, and a typical Christmas movie that I would be like, this fits a Christmas movie hands down is something that you would watch only on Christmas. Well, so that's why yeah. it dropped down only a half a point for me. I, I do kind of, that was when I was a kid. This movie has become a Christmas movie for me exclusively, okay. but that's because I've seen it so many times. I'm not going to like watch it in yeah. the summer. Uh, Matthew? Um, I'd say. You could be honest. It, I don't care. Yeah, completely Honestly, honest. Honestly. 7.5. 7.5? Okay, that's All fine. Right. It's not terrible. 7.5? Okay. That Yeah, I like that. Uh, update, guys. I ripped a hole right through my shirt. Is that a new shirt? No, I don't think so. Oh, well, that's at least good. Uh, <laughs> you guys want to go into random? Uh, Yeah. Unless random. you guys have any other stuff you want to talk about for this movie? No? Random? Random. Oh, did it, Dave. Damn it. Dave. Just pulled, a, <sighs> pulled a Brady. You pulled a Brady. How dare you? 
Um, I do want to start with, uh, so Friday, or this comes out on Monday, which is today. Uh, Friday is Wonder Woman, which I know that some people might go see it in theaters. I think I'm going to watch it on HBO just because I don't want to pay money, especially how expensive our Christmas is going to be, Matthew. Not going to spend any more money. Yeah, also, to avoid um, COVID, too. Friday is Christmas Day. Yes, it is Christmas Day, and our, our uh, Die Hard episode comes out Friday, which I'm excited about. But Always for it's a Christmas movie. What? It is a Christmas movie. Yeah. It counts. It counts. Always. It doesn't. There, in there. <laughs> there is a Christmas tree in this movie. I know. I said if there's a damn Christmas tree in it, it's, it's a Christmas movie. It counts. It, in Wonder Woman? No, he's talking about Die Hard. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, Wonder no, that... Oh, go ahead. That will always be, uh, you know, a, a Christmas argument, if you will, every single year. Absolutely. But I know it's a Christmas. <laughs> but it, it takes place on Christmas Eve. The first yeah. and the second one does. Which, like, come on. But I guess that's a uh, big Richard Donner thing, too. Like, because uh, Lethal Weapon is Christmas also. Yeah. But it's, it, you can't argue that as a Christmas movie as much as you can Die Hard. Wait, but... did Richard Donner do Die Hard? No, no. Oh. I was saying he did, he did Lethal Weapon. Yes. Um, um so uh super the superhero sequel, which is, you know, the new Wonder Woman, uh, they hoped that it would clear at least thirty five million in the Middle Kingdom, which I'm guessing is like United Kingdom plus a little bit of Europe. Um huh. but it's that's where a majority of its recovery is gonna be with coronaviruses and the pandemic. However, it's starting to show signs of slowing down in Asia with only a $16 million opening weekend for a box office. So it, it they're a bit worried Wait, so of losing. These are pre-sales they're counting on or what? I think these, I think they were released prior. I don't prior. think so. Is it? It's Wonder Woman's already out? On United Kingdom and all that stuff? I'm guessing. Huh. Um, Woman release date. Uh. Okay. It. Oh yeah, these are pre-sales then. Um. Because it says which, it's just kind of weird. Who the fuck is pre-ordering tickets to a movie theater nowadays? As if you're not gonna get seats. That's yeah. No one's going. Oh okay okay so, in. Markets like United Kingdom, France, the film will be opening December 16th, which it has opened. And in China, December 18th. Okay, so it's in China. So it's in China. So China's in, in like Asia area, it's only making about $16 million for the box office for opening weekend, which is not terrible. But mm -hmm. for all of like China, Korea and all that stuff, it's not great. But it's, you know, hopefully it's going to start rising back up because they're still trying to reach a 35 million. Which 35 million is such a ridiculous number for Wonder Woman 2, it's, though. It's insane. It's like sad that that's what it's they're sad. hoping for. And I feel I like that's why <laughs> HBO is going to help them a lot more. Yeah. Well, I'd like to see uh, statistics of their sales boosts on Christmas Day. Like, how yeah. many people are just going to be like, fuck it, let's get uh, HBO, watch Wonder Woman. Which, that's yeah. the thing that we talked about, I think, with Brady, where it's it's no extra charge. 
which that's crazy to be like, well, I can go pay for it in the theater or I can watch it for free on HBO if I have an account. And it's, it's just kind of shitty. And I think doesn't HBO do a free trial? Yeah. I was just thinking that (laughs) people are just going to get it and And then just quit it afterwards, which is going to kind of suck. Um, but I am excited for it. I know Dave, you called me, was it today or yesterday where you were like, I don't know if I'm going to watch it either, you know, on Christmas or on Sunday. So you might watch it before me. I think that was today. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not going to watch it on Christmas. I'm going to honor my family's wishes. I'm not celebrating Christmas until Sunday. So then I have a question. Did you watch the Lego Star no, Wars yet? No. <sighs> Dave, we got to talk about it. Will you watch um, it before? We Die might talk. Uh, probably the Golden Colonel Awards. Okay, that's fine. One we'll talk about that. That's fine. We can. Um, that's still fine. I'm. I'm excited. I. I will rewatch it just to talk about it with you. Um. Huh. I. You know what? This has been a slow news week, to be honest. Or er, news. Yeah, weekend. there's not like, much. It's hard when we've only had two days separation between episodes. Yeah. Uh, not like too much crazy shit has happened. Um. I did see Steve sent me this. I thought it was very interesting. I hope, hopefully I'm not repeating myself. You can tell me if I am. Um, HBO Max, cinemas fight back. In response to the HBO Max 2021 strategy, cinemas are considering slashing Warner Brother ticket prices so low that the studio would receive almost nothing in return. Wow. Just, I kind of like this, but I don't, I don't know if I like it. I, I don't know. It, it's kind of, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. It's uh, it's kind of like both sides kind of like, yes, yeah. but no. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, I don't like that you're on fire, so I'm going to light myself on fire. Yes. I don't know if that's a good comparison, but. Uh, other news <laughs> that's out right now is the Academy of Motion Pictures and Arts and Sciences has disqualified Funny Boy, which is Canada's entry for Best International Feature for the Oscars. Uh, they disqualified it due to the fact that it has too much dialogue in English, which I kind of think is, I, I understand that for a foreign film, it needs to have a little bit, you know, difference, but I I just, I think it's stupid. If you were, if it's a film that's outside the United States, it should count for a foreign film. You know what? I don't know why, because I was asking. I was like, "What about movies from like England and stuff?" But you know what? I just realized the category is not foreign film; it's foreign language film. No, it says best international foreign film. Uh, are you, so you're reading about the um? It says Canada's entry for best international Oscars. feature Oscar consideration. French Canadian. It just yeah, says so, Canada's. Um. Oh, wait. So did they change the title? Because uh, I was so I'm looking at. Um, last year and it was its best international feature film was. Um, Parasite, obviously. But, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know if what's the difference. I'm I'm wondering that too because I almost always remember it. Because if it's foreign like, language, that would make sense. Yeah, but for I, I, it I feel, being big news that it's being okay disqualified. Dude, you know what it is? It's the Academy fucking sniffing their own farts, and they don't even know what to do anymore. 
but formerly called up until 2020 the Academy Award for Best Foreign Language Film. But y'all switch it to international, so so why are you now changing the rules and like this is what wasn't it? Uh, Zach and I and you read like last year of all the news that they're changing. Yes. Yeah, but that's in, like, 2024 it's supposed to happen. Oh, well, still, I still think this is stupid to complain about. I mean, yeah. it, if it's if it's made outside the United States, I still think that it should be qualified. It doesn't have to win. I mean, let's be honest. If you're really butthurt about having too much dialogue, take some points off of it. Screw yeah. it. Who cares? At least nominate it, let alone I mean, I've never disqualify it. Uh I'd like to know. I'd like to know more about it. It might be on our list next month. We'll see. Funny boy, it's called. Yep. I don't know. I I just think that's that's why. The type why of did news. you even read? Like, why is this such a uh, big deal? A big deal? I don't know. It's first of all, it's big deal because of Oscars. Because I totally didn't think Oscars were ever going to actually happen this year for some reason. Yeah. And just reading that the Oscars are disqualifying something, which this is a year that not a lot of shit has come out, right? So they're disqualifying a film that's been made, that it's an international, and they're like, well, it's too much dialogue. We're just going to not count it. There's not much. So don't be stingy with your rules. I don't know. Yeah. That's the one thing that I'm not a fan of. I wonder if the movie just sucked in there, just like, oh, well, you're... You're, you're saying it's because of this? But they're like, no, we didn't say that. Well, it also... Oh. Oh. Oh, I did not read this. In Funny Boy, a young Sir Lincoln gay man comes out as an ethnic tension explosion. Wow. Sounds, uh, sounds like a lot of... Um, it was based in 1983. Sounds like a lot of different stuff going on. So the, the synopsis is a young boy falls in love with a male classmate. Just as politic tension escalates between uh, Sinali and Talmus. Tamil. Tamil. In the years leading up to 1983 uprising. Huh. Oh, it's, it's Netflix. Oh, so we could actually watch this for uh So I I don't know. It just seems like twenty twenty. Wait, where do you see Netflix? It says if you Google it, it says uh okay. funny boy drama and says watch on Netflix. All I will right, well, say Google users only gave it a twelve percent. Yeah, so it has a sixty two on Metacritic, but you never know. Oh, is this is the director like a Bollywood filmmaker? It looks like it, yeah. Deep Deepa? Deepta? Yeah. Yeah, he, he sounds familiar to me. That's a girl. She sounds familiar to me. She's Canadian. <laughs> Canadian Indian. Okay. Um, But no, I, I. it's just, it's one of those things that I just get, I get mad when people are being really picky on something that's kind of stupid after they change a certain rule. You know? Hmm. Um, she directed a movie called Bollywood Hollywood. Hmm, interesting. But those are those are the only facts that I had. Like like you said, it's really hard to find. It's yeah. been a really slow week, uh, or a slow dude, like the last few days have been very slow for news. 
Jim Carrey is stepping down from his role playing Joe Biden on SNL. Yeah, I did see that. I'm so so on that. I don't think he was amazing, but I did enjoy watching. I think him. I think he was like I like it, but I I don't need to play it a thousand. Yeah. I'm done. I don't I don't know that he had a good take on anything specific to Joe Biden that was like I don't know. Oh, you know what I saw? Um, I didn't see it, but a uh, critic consensus. The, do you remember the movie Greenland that we were watching a trailer yes. for? It's the Gerard Butler disaster movie. Yeah, it's seventy five percent certified what? fresh. Yeah, might be one of those guilty pleasure uh, disaster movies. I'd Where like you're just watch. like, wow, I guess this is not bad. Um, and then to give an update, which you you did what I usually do, but I didn't do it for this one. But uh, it has come down the Rotten Tomatoes Christmas movie showdown has come down to Elf and Home Alone. Did we say that last time? No, yes. no, yes. we didn't. Yes, we did. No, because uh, I sent you that picture i it came down to like four last time um but i sent you that picture and then you sent back to me um you sent me i thought you sent me hey you can go vote and that's why i was like well i'll I'll just jump in and vote no i was just sending it to you to show that it came down to those two um because there was four left last time it was elf home alone home alone two and die hard I don't know. Maybe we did go over this last time, but you sent me back a screenshot of um, the voting and you could already tell that home alone was crushing elf by a lot, right? Yes. Or because vice versa home alone, home alone was crushing it by, I think it was like at 62%. Yeah. So it looks like home alone is going to be the, uh... which I, I a hundred percent agree. Uh, before you, Matthew needs to go at one point, but before you leave Matthew, what have you been watching? Um, I've actually been rewatching my show that has been on for the past ten years because a new season's coming out. On what 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 first. show? Drag Race. Okay, that's fine. Drag Race. Falls. Yep. Yeah. What season's and coming out now? Thirteen. Mm. Damn. For, why did I feel like that show's been going on much longer than thirteen years? Well, it's. Uh, to me, which um, it started in 08, but there's like also five other seasons of All Stars, which basically means there's more than okay. Of it. And to be honest, I just found out it broke, I think, Emmy record being one of the most not Emmy nominated reality competition show. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that. And I think it has, it has more than 20 Emmys, I think. And then primetime. And then I think, I don't know, but I like the show. I've been rewatching all of it. Well, I, I know, I know that you watch it, but I know a lot of people who still like, I think I know a handful of people who love that <laughs> show and is obsessed with it. Um, no, it's, it's entertaining. It's, I used to be obsessed with it, but it's entertaining. What and else? You were just watching the crown, right? Yeah. I just finished the crown. That show is amazing. I recommend it to anyone. Yeah, it's a good... I, I want to jump into it. 
Um, I don't, I don't want to call you out, Chase, but uh, uh, Chase will every now and then click on like everyone in your family's Netflix, and I'm always like, damn, Matthew watches some good shit. Like, I feel like uh, you stop watching a lot of stuff. Like, you'll go halfway through a movie or whatever, or like start two episodes of a TV show. But I'm always like, ah, he has good taste. Yeah, Matthew watches good stuff. I think honestly, the only person who watches bad TV is Megan. Oh, ABC. Yeah, she she loves that like like the ABC shows with like the what is it the fire cops or whatever I don't know she's I love Megan it's just her TV is not great <laughs> Matthew's like preach, preach. yeah <laughs> um, um but Matthew if you want to go you can go all right well this was fun all right I'm glad right, you but- came on. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you were on Matthew and I feel like we did the same thing with Megan. Maybe next time we'll choose like a movie you're actually like <laughs> super, super into. into. I, uh, I, I think you me and you did bond over this movie. I was on I was off my phone for less. Yeah, you were you were on your phone for maybe only ten minutes of this maybe twenty minutes of this movie. That's not bad. The only, the only movie that I was off my phone the entire time that you showed me was Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yes, that is true. I, I, when I showed him Tropic Cause Thunder, because you, you liked it. Oh, he loved it. Oh, yeah. He he also watched uh, Irishman with me, but he was on his phone the whole time. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chase said that you got interested towards the end when he had to kill Hoffa. Then you're like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Irishman. Yeah, it was Thanksgiving Day. I was like, my on my phone the entire time. I was like, this is a long movie. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right, Matt. Well, we'll see you. All right, thanks for coming on. Thanks. Nice. See you. See you next time. So, um, but Dave, uh, when we're so fun fact, and I'll tell you this now because he's gone. I got him for Christmas because he won't listen to this episode. I got him for Christmas a signed autograph of Matt Smith and I don't remember the other girl's name, but the people from The Crown. The Crown. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. And it it came it came with like. Notary stuff or or not notary uh a proof of authentication yes, yes. so uh, for Christmas I got him that and I'm giving him uh cotton gloves to pull it out of the box for <laughs> I think that's that's it. cool I every uh, year I try to trick Matthew so I told him the only hint I gave him this year is I had to wear gloves to put it in the box oh no you know what you should have done is you should have just gotten him cotton gloves. And he'd be like, what the what fuck? What the hell and is he'd this? Be like, yeah. That's for this. Yeah. <laughs> I should have done that. That would have been better. Uh, but it's fine. It's, it still works. Still time. <laughs> but um, uh yeah, no, I I I've been watching to be honest, I'm still trying to move in. I finally am my apartment is all moved in. The only last uh, few things I need to do is one, I need to soundproof this room because it's not super bad, but I want to soundproof it. My neighbors upstairs are extremely loud. And I'm lucky enough that they're not being super loud now. Um, and I need to go get groceries. Everything else is done. I, I've gotten, you know, ev- my furniture is all here, which was a mess and all that stuff. But the only thing I've watched since I've been home is I've seen, <laughs> it's bad enough to say, and I've texted Brady about it. Since I've been home, I've watched uh, The Night Before. Before. Nope. Oh, the night before. I've seen the night before three times since I've been home, which has only been less than a week. Well, you're showing it to people, so that's good. 
And I will tell you, it's it's getting up there on my rankings. I, I think uh, if I if we went back, I would rank it a little higher than yeah. I've been ranking it. No, you can always change it. No, you can't. No, I can't. Um, yeah, I haven't watched like shit. I've been doing what I said last uh, last episode. Um, God, the the one time I can say last week, I don't because I'm just so afraid of saying last week all the time. Well, it's anyway. definitely it's definitely harder now, especially with like you know with both of us doing like you're home now doing family yeah. stuff, and now I'm still trying to finish moving. I still like. Today I was like, is this a Monday episode or a Friday episode? And I'm like, wait, what day is it today? Um, so Yeah, so I've like I said last week, <laughs> um I've been watching like I just last night I was just watching a shit ton of South Park Christmas episodes. Uh just getting in that Christmassy mood, but I'm so far behind on my movies. I think, oh. I think I'm I think I'm at like three forty four and I don't know how many days left or there's not much. Or, yeah, what is there like eleven days left? So that would be yeah, eleven five. So like I'm like twenty two movies behind or something. I don't Dave, know. Need, well, here's the thing: Lego Lego Christmas special that counts as a movie. It's forty five minutes. Yeah, I guess if I can count that, that's forty five minutes. Um, it's a it's a special. I gotta finish this movie that I think you'd enjoy. Uh, I started it on the plane. And I actually fell asleep during it, but um, it was really funny, and I definitely I'm gonna try. I think it's on Showtime. Uh, it was called Extraordinary. Extraordinary. It, yeah, it's about um this like uh Rose, a mostly sweet and lonely Irish uh, I Irish driver driving instructor, must use her supernatural talents to save the daughter of Martin, also mostly sweet and lonely. From a washed up rock star who is using her in a, sat- a satanic pact to reignite his fame. Wait, is that is the it- guy from, uh, was he in SNL? Will Forte? Yeah. Yeah, he's in it. Um, He's the rock star from the, you know, uh, he's the guy from I Think You Should Leave. That's like, yes. where the Wah. airplanes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I was really enjoying it. I, like I was laughing on the plane, which I typically try not to do. Um, but I was. It looks good. And um, so yeah, I'm gonna plan on finishing that. I I I was. Uh, I think the last time we talked, I was saying that I was on a Soderbergh kick, and continuing that. Uh, I just watched this movie, High Flying Bird, which is on Netflix, um, which is like a fictitious story that takes place during uh the nba walkout mm-hmm. and it was really really good i liked it a lot i'm not a huge sports guy you know but no but uh, lately you've I'm, been getting into it i don't know if it's well, just steve I, no, rubbing I, off I, on I love, you or i love i love sports movies like um but uh and then um candy man i finished that which we started like in october and i fell asleep and i had 15 minutes left good that, for you yeah, and I love that movie. So it's a good movie. That. Um, what have you been watching, Chase? I told you I haven't been watching much. I I did oh, yeah. watch this morning. I did watch uh, uh, episode one of Star Wars, and that's because of Mandalorian, which I I I know this episode's running almost a bit long. So I'm quick little rundown. Season two of Mandalorian just ended, hands down, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. The last episode of this season contained my favorite thing 
ever in Star Wars Same. since the original trilogy. And like, I, I will tell you, it's just that last episode alone makes me go, yep, these last three movies, I could throw them away and I would be fine with them. With yeah. just the Mando. Oh, it's so great. It's so good. And that's why I was like, I'm going to rewatch all the movies. Which yeah. it's going to, I just watched yeah. episode one and I'm like, you know what? That was okay. I don't yeah, remember God, a lot it wasn't of it. That good. I'm like, no. it was it, Jar Jar was horrible, but um, I'm worried about the second one, which I might watch tonight. But ugh, it's just gonna, uh, I, hey, I'm like, gonna fall asleep like to I, it. I know it. Like I said uh, before, Rise of Skywalker. I try to get through the prequels, and I it took me like two days or three days to watch episode two, and then I just gave up on rewatching them. It's like, why don't I just start with the originals and forget anything else exists? Yeah. Or go Rogue One, four, five, six. But I, I know, do have I, a. I know there's prequel lovers out there, and you, you have every right to love something like that. It's, it's my same argument with these new ones. I feel like there are certain characters that they do really well in the prequels that they build off of. You're like, this is why I watch it. And I think, you know, Obi Wan Kenobi in that is a great. I, I will watch only his side of a story or his whole entire journey all the time. He's With the, the only new good ones, part about yes. the second movie. The, the new ones, the only reason I stay and watch those are for Kylo Ren. I don't know why Kylo Ren is actually a good written character in my eyes yeah. until the last one. Yeah, but even I in think... the last one, there's certain parts that I'm like, do you know what? You're still good. You're still like, you're a typical Star Wars <clears throat> character that works. I'm I'm a Ray defender because, in my opinion, Kylo Ren is just an emo bitch who's like one step above Hayden Christensen's Anakin Skywalker, and that is purely because Adam Driver is an incredible actor, and Hayden Christensen can't touch that. But Kylo uh, Ren's just like, no, I don't like my dad because he's Han Solo. How awesome is what, that? What I do, I it doesn't matter of what turns him. What I do like is there's. I watch I watch a lot of tribute stuff where it's like if it's like a huge series. Yeah, it's you published. watch yourself stuff to get you hyped and it, for something it makes that's me not so, good. I yeah. feel like. But there's there's uh there was one where I saw and it's it's talking to Luke and he's like, I'm not afraid, I'm ready. And he's like, Mmm, but you will be. And it's you just like right after be. he says we you will be, there's like an echo is like you will be. And it just cuts to like an epic just like Kylo Ren cutting everything. You're like, oh, he is afraid Wait, of him. Who who says that you will be? It, in the original. Uh, oh, the, that's what you just Yoda confused says. me. Yeah. yeah, Yoda says it to Luke. In and the I'm second like, Wait, one. What the, what the fuck does that have to do with? It, it's oh, because he's saying. afraid of, he's afraid. He's like, I'm oh. not afraid of the force. I'm not afraid of anything. Oh, you will be. And it's like, oh, yeah. that's a great thing of tying it all together of like, Every single technically master we have seen has been afraid of their, like their paddle or their protege. And that's what I kind of love about. I don't know. That's just something I'm like, Ooh, maybe I do want to see these again just to see the hidden contexts, but I don't know. I I don't think I'll like them as much as the tribute makes me feel, but you know, it is what it is. Last Jedi is a great movie. (laughs) I will say, since I've watched a lot of more tribute videos, I'm like, actually, Last Jedi, end of that movie's awesome. I don't know why I hate it so much. I think I just don't like the beginning and the middle part of that movie. I dislike certain small scenes, but it's not even, I don't know. 
it's just such a original movie in the Star Wars universe that's not just trying to fucking copy everything that's ever happened. Yeah. And I appreciate it. It's well shot. It, I don't know. It's, it's a good movie. Good movie. Good play. Well, on Friday, which is Christmas Day, which I'm excited about, you'll get to hear us do Die Hard with Dave's brother, Matt, who's Mary. also another Matt. Uh, Merry Christmas, Melon Farmers. I'm really excited about this episode. I don't yeah, know why. Too. I was like, yes, I'm excited. So you guys get to hear it, which I'm super excited about. And if, you know, have a merry, you know, Christmas Eve. I know Christmas yes. Eve is more like a tradition and a bigger holiday than Christmas Day. But have a good Christmas Eve. Stay safe. Don't Don't get COVID. Don't die. And keep listening to our podcast. Do you have anything else you want to say, Dave? No. Did you say did you say Christmas Eve is a bigger holiday than Christmas Day? I don't know. I don't know if that's just my family, but we do a lot more <laughs> on Christmas Eve than Christmas Day. I don't know. I don't know. I have I a lot know. more planned. There's a lot more things that you're like, nope, that's a free day. No one touch it. That's a day that we do way more family stuff than Christmas Day. Christmas Day, we just stay in. Yeah. I don't know. That's my argument. Anyways, we'll see you guys on Friday. So, bye.